Hey everyone, welcome to Conversations at Olive, a podcast featuring everyday conversations around the life of Olive Baptist Church and its surrounding community. I'm Travis Walser, and today I'm joined by Rebecca Justice and Victor Anzulis, and they are from Music Studios at Olive. So guys, give me a quick rundown for those of, so those of us who don't know, like what is, what, what is the Music Studios at Olive? Well, Music Studios at Olive is a school uh, for music lessons that we offer here at, uh, at the church. We have a staff of 10, 11 teachers that we have working here for us who offer private lessons to uh, anyone here in the community who's looking for um, some music lessons from five years old to um, 105 years old. Uh, so that's what we, that's what we offer. That's very cool. That's very cool. So, so like, is this only for, I know you mentioned like, old, old, you know, uh, uh, an adult as well could come and learn anything from what kind of instruments, like what kind of instruments could you come in and learn at the music studios? We currently offer piano, voice, um, any of the wind instruments, so woodwinds and brass, string instruments, and guitar. And um, we have adults that are taking piano and voice lessons. Um, I have an adult that's taking flute lessons, just started beginning flute a couple of months ago. So all the areas that you can think of just about, we offer lessons for all ages. Super cool. So tell me a little bit about like when when Music Studios started, like when, when this idea of Music Studios at Olive started, like what was the goal and the vision? How does it, how does it function as a ministry? Tell me a little bit about that. So in 1993, Ginger Leonard, um, started what at that time was called the School of Performing Arts at Olive. Um, she was one of our church pianists and was working in the music office, and she also taught private lessons. And so she got to thinking that what a great way that would be to bring families from our community into our church, expose them to a good Christian experience, um, and then also expose them to what we have to offer here in the church for children and youth and for families. And so I think we've done a very good job of continuing to, to do that uh, 27 years now. Um, and I was just telling Victor earlier, uh, we currently have 93 students, oh, wow. and the majority of them are not Olive members. Over half of them are not Olive members. So it's getting people from the schools around our area, um, getting those kids in here and adults, and sharing the love of Jesus with them and exposing them to music. And then through that, um, introducing them to Olive and what other ministries we have here to offer. Yeah, so all of our teachers uh, on the faculty here are believers and uh, have are just great at showing the love of Christ to their students. Um, and then for this, those students that we do have that um, are Olive members, um, we've had some of our students uh, come on to play music in the orchestra. Uh, we currently have a few that are playing music in the orchestra. We've had a couple of our adult students uh, who do that. Several of our, um, we've, we think it's been an outlet for several of our musicians at church to create new generations of, of worship leaders and musicians within the church. Uh, Carrie Turner, who plays piano for us here at Olive, has taught for us in the past. Um, and then we have some teachers right now, Margaret Bell, who often sings for us at church. She teaches some voice lessons for us. So uh, we have musicians uh, who are getting to train up a new generation. And then we have a new generation of musicians that are coming up and are participating maybe in middle school band, or they might be currently in the Olive Worship Orchestra. 
Um, so, uh, so we see both of that. It is an outreach to people who are not churched currently, and we are able to do that. And then we are also able to support some of the ministry, the music ministry that's happening here at the church currently with church members. That's really cool. So this can actually function as like an accent to like if, if my son or my daughter was enrolled in like middle school band or high school band and they wanted to further that education, like this is something where they could come and they could like expand their knowledge base of, of instrument instrumentation. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Very, very um, that's cool. how that's how I actually started initially becoming a part of the program was my oldest son as a sixth grader and beginning band started taking trombone lessons here, took lessons all the way through high school. Um, so we absolutely um, were in a, and we're a benefit to middle and high school band programs because those students that, you know, those band directors have 100 kids or more. And so this is a way that someone that has some really good potential there can come in and get that additional instruction um, and we've we've had numerous students that have gone on to um, make all county and all state bands or the orchestras. Um, pianists have done really well in sonata competitions and things like that. So we're just a supplement. You know, we want to reinforce what they're learning in school um, by giving them some private, you know, just a little bit extra above what they can get at school. That's cool. I, I know from what I remember being in middle school band, like, you're right. I mean, there was only so much attention, you know, that, that my teacher could give me. And so if I if I wanted to take that further and lessons are one on one, right? Like yes. they're they're very they're all private lessons. Okay. So you get a lot of attention, I would imagine. Yes. That kind of thing. Well, and two, you think about, you know, a band director, they have a degree in music ed, but you know, like they are they have their primary instrument and then they've had methods classes on how to teach all these other instruments. But most of the time when you're taking a private lesson, the person you're studying under, that's their primary instrument. And so they're able to give you more detailed instruction than what a band director is going to be able to get you know for instance when my son was learning trombone his band director's primary instrument was clarinet so there's only so much he could teach you know a trom- once you reach a certain level then you need someone that's actually more proficient in that area i would say yeah so. absolutely okay okay very cool so i know one-on-one lessons like are are kind of one of those things where if i'm a parent you know and my kid's going to take a one-on-one lesson tell me a little bit about like uh, you know, how you kind of vet teachers, like like background checks and stuff like that. Like, Yeah, absolutely. So like uh, I had mentioned, uh, all of our faculty here are actually uh, employees of the church. So they go through the, the same process of employment with background checks and everything else that any employee that works at Olive Baptist Church would. Uh, we also um, have some kind of extensions for faculty who want to teach for us. Uh, we do uh, currently um, require that our music uh, teachers have a degree in music. Uh, They're established professionals uh, who uh, have training on their instrument and both as teachers. We look at their experience and see what they have done as far as their teaching experience that they have. Um, I I feel quite confident in saying that we have some of the most highly qualified faculty of the music, I mean, music schools in this area. Um, So, so they, they do a really good job at, at what they need to do. So when a student comes in, you know, for a private lesson. Of course, there's a lot. There's a lot of 
uh, in a private lesson, the, the benefit of this and then the intricacy of this is that you are working with an individual who comes in with a different amount of background, different amount of starting skill. So it, every private lesson is going to look a little bit different for every student, right? That's the custom customization that's allowed through a private lesson. Uh, but typically, uh, especially if the students may be a, a brand new beginner, uh, they'll come in and the teacher will kind of use that first lesson to int introduce them to whatever instrument they're doing, um, give them some tips on care, proper care of those instruments, because when this, especially for younger students, uh, you know, they, they have uh, uh, something valuable that they're going to be playing with. So the teachers are going to show them a little bit about that, just giving them knowledge about what their instrument is like, how they need to take care of it. And then they'll start exploring, you know, what, what kind of sounds can we make on this instrument? Let the students start learning um, what music making is like, right? And then they'll uh, line up a, a curriculum plan. Each of our teachers, uh, like we said, we have some really great experts here. So they all have set kind of their own uh, approach to teaching. And so we allow the teachers to choose their curriculum that they're going to use. So they'll communicate with that the parents, which, uh, which kind of books, you know, they might want them to buy and uh, kind of start from there. So it's very customizable based upon the maturity level of the student, age of the student, if that student's had music lessons before or not. Um, and so that's what our teachers will kind of evaluate in those first several lessons and set up a plan and then go from there. Very cool. And you mentioned that so. every teacher is an expert. So for, for older students, you know, who are maybe they're graduating high school or maybe they're graduating college and they really want to pursue a career in music, you have a lot of background experience with a lot of your teachers and how to do that. I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially, you know, with having a music degree, these these teachers have gone through the process of auditioning for music programs. Uh, they've gone through the process of preparing for auditions and doing those type of things. So uh, we've had students here that have gone on uh, and uh, auditioned for music programs and have done very well. And, uh, and some of those even not... Uh, we see a lot right now where students are not necessarily auditioning to be music majors, but they're auditioning to play in music ensembles at their universities because a lot of times those come with scholarship opportunities. So we we've we have a wide range of uh, offerings. Uh, so we do have some students who are more advanced who might be ready to look and say, hey, I've got a couple of years left. It's time to maybe think about auditioning for for this group or for this you know, university, um, and that's great. And then we have some students who that's not their path, right? They're, they're not looking to maybe make money off of this or to become super advanced. This is something that they, they enjoy and they wanna have a lot of fun doing. Um, and so you know, that even level of intensity, I think is something that is, is customizable within that private lesson setting as well, which is, which is something really neat. Very cool. And I know I know you guys have, have mentioned before, you know, uh, different competitions, stuff like that. And I know you guys do recitals here at Olive. Um, tell me a little bit about, you know, what a recital entails here at Olive. If, if somebody wanted to come check it out, like what, what would they gain from the recital? So we do two recitals every year. We do Christmas recital and then we do a spring recital. And it's a combined recital, so you're not going to just come and hear all piano. We have all of our students in, at all the different levels participating in the recitals. Um, from beginner all the way up to our advanced, from our youngest all the way up to our oldest. Um, some of our adult students actually, and a lot of times when they come in to sign up, they're not interested, but I have a few that they're going to be there. I mean, you just get to hear all different styles of music um, in the different areas, and it, it's a really fun day. And I enjoy it because it gives me an opportunity. Some of these kids, um, I signed them up when they were in kindergartners, 
And now, I mean, we've got one young lady or two actually that are seniors and um, are very advanced and very talented young ladies. And so it's been a thrill to watch them every year come in and play and see how they've grown and um, advanced as a musician. And we would certainly welcome anybody from the public to come in and, and check us out and see what we're about, you know, come in and observe the recitals and kind of get a taste of what we do. We try to make the day fun. You know, some people get really nervous about having to play in front of other people, but um, we did our Christmas recital this past year, we did pajamas. And so everybody was very comfortable in their pajamas. And I think it just helped take the edge off a little bit. How can you be uptight when you're wearing your pajamas and your slippers all day? But um, that was a fun day. But um, and then one of the things that Victor has started uh, when he came on last year was we're going to start doing some more benefit recitals. We're going to take these students out into the community, um, go to some of our area assisted living facilities, nursing homes, and take these students in there and have them share their gift of music with those residents. Um, so That's so cool. So you're getting a lot of experience, too, performing in front of people. When, when you're enrolled in music studios at all. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I've always been of the philosophy when it comes into music um, that music is something that we can definitely personally enjoy uh, very much. But I, I think as musicians, we have kind of an obligation also to share that with others because often what drew us to doing this was we got to hear someone play and do something really cool that made us inspired to go, you know, do that thing. Uh, and so, you know, that's an opportunity that we have as we learn an instrument, we play that we maybe get to perform and be that person who inspires somebody else, uh, inspires somebody else to play. I can't tell you how many times as a musician myself, um, I have played and I've had somebody come up to to me afterwards and just explained to me, you know, how they were maybe just having a really hard day and that piece just really made them smile. And it was like the first time they'd smile in a while, you know, it's just like seeing how that music can really just uh, change somebody's day and, uh, and make them feel things that they weren't anticipating to feel. Uh, so I, at least with my students, this is something I really encourage them when they come into recital. Um, this is not necessarily a time for us to show that we are perfect because none of us are. Uh, this is just a time for us to come in and just share that joy of music with other people and the people who are there you know, most of them are our parents and family members, and, and they're there to support. It's really a very big celebratory time. Um, and then uh, that's more the recitals. And then, yes, this idea where we're coming in and trying to make this more of a service opportunity where we're going to uh, try and help bring some of the students who have this desire to um, share uh, their music with people who maybe don't always get the opportunity to hear that and can just bring a little joy to someone's life. Uh, there's something very fulfilling about that. So we're trying to create some opportunities for that as well. Um, I think performing uh, is can sometimes be a, a scary part of music lessons uh, for some people, right? <laughs> There's just something that's intimidating about that. But that's, I think, a lot of times when we learn this kind of, we have it, the idea centered on ourselves, that the performing is something that's about me and about uh, showing what I can do. Uh, so that's where we try and teach the students. It's not about what we can do. It's about what we can do for others, what we can, how we can make others feel through music and how we can change their lives maybe in a day. Uh, so that's something I, I, that's my philosophy of performing uh, that I'm trying to communicate through the recitals here and then through service project performances as well throughout the area. Very cool. Very cool. And you guys do open enrollment. So 
all year round you're kind of you know taking on people even if even if they may go on a wait list if you guys are super full um and then you have a big rollover like once a semester i think is what you were saying where like there's some openings that come up and stuff like that so if somebody wanted to get in touch with you about enrolling in the program uh how would they do that um they can either call me um my direct number is 850-474-3645 or they can send me an email rjustice at olivebaptist.org and I'll get back with them. I'll give them all the, you know, specific details about cost and all that. And then depending on their area, uh, what I currently have available, or if we would need to put them on a waiting list until something opens up. Majority of our lessons are offered afternoon and evenings. Um, we off uh, Monday through Friday is when we teach. Um, I do have a couple of instructors that are here in the morning. So if we had homeschool students or retired adults who want to take lessons, um, I do have some mornings available. Um, and, but that's how we, we would just start with that initial conversation about what it is they're looking for and then what I have available, and then we'll go from there. Awesome. Awesome. Nothing scary about that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, Rebecca, Victor, thank you guys so much for being on the show today. And thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope you will subscribe to the podcast, and we'll see you for the next conversation at all.